Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris LaSalle. I must be your other co-host, David Soger. Hey, Dave. Hello, Chris. What's happening? We are here on Friday. Yeah, that's Friday. Friday. And we're wrapping up the week with our darling wives, Candace and Kathy. Hey, ladies. Hi. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us back on. Mm. Thanks for helping us out through this week. Yes. All right. So we are talking about uh, Minute 99 of The Search for Spock. Minute Otherwise nine- known as Kathy's Minute. <laughs> yes. That's because right. I jumped the gun. Yeah, we, already, we already have an episode title. We're only like a minute into the episode. Uh, yeah. So Minute 99 uh, starts with Spock saying, I have been. And ends a minute later with Kirk saying, yes. Yes. Is that how he says it? Uh, isn't it? Yes. 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 Why yes, man? Uh, so yes, this is quite a minute. This yes. is the minute. Yes. I guess you would say, although it's ruined right out of the gate. Ruined. Not only was last minute ruined by Kirk turning around, uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Turn it around. Ruin that minute for me. This minute is ruined by Spock screwing up the line. <laughs> I have been and always shall be your friend. Yes. He says, I have been and ever shall be your friend. Right. For me, that was a needle jumping out of the record going, like, what, what, why did he say it like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they just didn't have the continuity director on set when they recorded this. It's the, like the most iconic line in like all of Star Trek. I well, know. Maybe it's done on purpose then. What's the original line? I have, I have been. been. Always shall be your friend. Even I know that. Oh, oh, well, that's why I got confused. Always versus ever. Yeah, it took me right out. I, I mean, I think I even noticed that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. If we're gonna rank mm. Star Trek fandom in this room, <laughs> even Candace noticed. <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> so it's well, it's interesting I mean, for sure. It, it seems to me that it must be deliberate on Nimoy's be- part. And right. maybe it's okay. So this is where we're coming to. So Kathy's been trying to talk about this all week is Spock. Well, is Spock re- remembering. Right. And right. And for me, I've, and we've, we've kind of been alluding to this also probably over the past few weeks is, you know, Spock remembering what happened. And I, I've always been confused about what Spock is going through in this moment. Um, I'm like he's he's remembering things like right. he it was up until this moment he was, had forgotten everything that happened is that what was is that what we're supposed to as an audience think is that up until this moment Spock didn't really know what happened to him Well let's just say you came out of a coma you're going to immediately remember everything mm, good comparison you know I mean he was dead <laughs> He was dead for God's sake. <laughs> but his Katra was still alive. His Katra was in McCoy, so it was still God, that Katra. 
Yeah, but the Contra being get you every time. McCoy saw Spock die. So does that mean Spock saw himself mm. die when he got the Contra back? Right. Mm, interesting thought. And he's just so logical and not emotional that it's hard to un- right. I think it's hard for us to find any answers. Yeah, I think there's a lot of there's four of us here. I think we'd all just probably get four different interpretations of what's happening in this minute. But going back to I guess what I was saying is. Spock saying, I have been and ever shall be your friend. Was that Nimoy's, did he do that deliberately just to drop the hint that Spock doesn't quite remember what happened? And so that's why he messed up this line? I feel like, yeah, he he kind of remembers. I mean, yeah, yeah. who would remember that quote? I mean, if he didn't remember something, but he didn't just get it all right. So he kind of got it. He's getting there. He, he mentions it, you know, even last minute. You know, he says to him, he says, you know, my father says you were my friend. You know, you came back for me. You know, he sort of doesn't really, you know, remember his friendship with Kirk and Mm -hmm. sort of just, you know, and I agree with Candace that it's sort of like waking up from a coma. It's, you know, he's, he's probably processing all his thoughts a little bit. And, you know, I think when Kirk says, because the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many, I think that may trigger something in Spock to be like, hey, I remember this, you know, I said this to you. But maybe he just doesn't remember the exact line. Do you think Spock messed it up because Kirk messed it up? Maybe. <laughs> oh, Kirk. Or did Nimoy mess it up and no one caught it? Well, that's what I mean. That's why I originally said was maybe the continuity director was no way. No way. right. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. Yeah. That never happened. That's never happened in any other movies. Yeah, never, this just feels never huge. been a continuity error. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think it's deliberate. Yeah, gotta be deliberate. I'm not crazy about the cinematography in that scene where we get, you know, a close up of Spock, but then you've got, I forget the two other Star Trek people on the sides. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it should just be a shot with only Spock in it for, you know, dramatic effect. And then it cross cuts to Kirk and he's by himself in the scene. I might be getting very picky, but it just, that's that's what we do here. You pick away. You know what I mean? The carcass. You pick a dead carcass. Yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> quote Dave. Yeah. I like that look, even though when all the people, you can see all the people behind him, like when Spock just kind of like, like he swallows, yes. he's yes. like really taking it all in. And I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. It looks very vulnerable in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Spock's, yeah. Spock's all of his. I want to hug him. Mm. Yeah. And I, that big bird thing I mentioned, yeah. though, is it like, yeah, you do. You no. There's all these little, he just does all these little That's you know, why. movements and reactions that he's, that, that through these couple of minutes that you're like, wow, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's wonderful. Even when he's biting his lip, right? Yeah. At the beginning of the minute, he's kind of chewing on his lip, like yeah. trying to remember. Yeah. I think he was trying to remember the line. He's like, I'll just say what I remember. <laughs> I don't get this right. I'm gonna waste more time. <laughs> did you, Dave? Do you remember? Did you did you expect this? I think you know. It, it, I would not have expected this exchange, but it, you know, now looking back on it, it's very iconic that they're the way Spock is remembering mm-hmm. is remembering the last. Well, yeah, moments he's playing, of he's his playing life. back the last moments of his life, right? So, which yeah. it, which is really brilliant. It was such an emotional moment in the last film, and then having them, you know. Re- go through it again here, but in a different, you know, in a, a different way. It's, right. a, it's a moment of, you know, awakening and like, you know, oh, he's back. You know, everybody's 
now everyone in the audience is like, oh my god, he remembers. Um, I just I think it's a nice way to nice way to to, to make it happen because it could have just been like, what's your name again? I'm Jim. Oh yes, I remember you. You know, it could have been. Yeah. Well, yeah, it definitely builds up to that point. So yeah, he's replaying what happened, and then he sort of the the light switch goes off, and he's like, you Jim. Your yeah. name is Jim, you know? Yeah. What do you think of Jim's face during this exchange? Like, what point? Like, when he smiles? Uh, like, um, just like, I, I'm like, let me see here. Like, 18 seconds into the minute or so. Yeah, where he says, yes, yes, Spock. Right, 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 right. I think he's getting more hopeful that he's remembering who he is and that he'll remember him. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's almost like this, like, yeah, like you said, hope, but like almost like a desperation. Like, come on, you can remember. Yeah, you can do it. Right. I, I, I love I love the line when Spock says, when he says the ship out of danger. That one gives me goosebumps a little bit because that's when you know he's he's mm. remembering, you know, his death scene. Uh, and it's like, like, oh, my God, it's, you know, it's, he remembers all of that. So what are they, how's he going to feel when he finds out it's gone? Yeah, right? Because is it out of danger? <laughs> well, Not really. It was. You saved it, but the needs of one outweigh yeah. the needs of many, so I destroyed it. We ended up having to destroy it anyway. <laughs> to save you. So. <laughs> oh, wow. That's another thing. So that's, yeah, well, we were talking about, I think it was last week, Dave, right? Like, you know, son for a son. So this whole thing, Sarek wanted his son back, right? Wanted <sighs> search for Spock. He wanted Spock back. <clears throat> Kirk had to give up. Right. His son to make it happen. It's like, oh, how's that fair? His son. Um, that's another. That's another like kind of nice twist on. Is like, Spock, you gave your life to save a ship, but we ended up blowing up the ship anyway. To save your life. To save your life. Hey. So it didn't work. So it's another thing. It un- it's another thing. It undoes. It undoes the wrath of Khan. It's just a waste. Why bother having these two movies at all? Movies. They should have just gone straight to the whale movie. Voyage home. So what did fans think about when it came out in 84 about the fact that the Enterprise was blown up, David dies? Did anyone really care about David no. dying? I don't think anyone cared about David dying. <laughs> Except oh Kathy. God, I do. Right. What did you I realize? Know. I just think that – just not happy with that subplot. But anyway, that's another another minute. Um, <laughs> Last minute. Yeah. I, I haven't talked about it a, a ton yet this season, but the – no? The destruction of the Enterprise is almost as bad as the death of Spock to me. Mm. Yeah, it's big. It's definitely a yeah, big moment. Yeah. Well, when we were watching it, I think I was probably taking notes just for Star Trek Minute stuff. And Dave was like, are you watching? Are you watching? And I just – I know it was a huge iconic moment. And the fact that it's from 1984, and I know it was big special effects then, but they, it just seemed like one big explosion to me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, so you guys were emotionally attached to that ship. So the ship never shows up right. again? It's not another, I mean, like, there's no Enterprise in any other movies? There is a new Enterprise that shows up. Enterprise 2? Uh, close. Right. The Enterprise A. So the, a? Well, it's the this, you know, that signal. It's a... NCC 1701 is the identifier. NCC 1701. And the new ship is the NCC 1701-A. Oh, okay. But that doesn't happen until the end of the next movie. I do compare it to like if the Millennium Falcon 
blew up in any of the Star Wars movies, I would be devastated. I was trying to think of something in a movie that I love. Yeah. That would be, you know, destroyed. Well, can what, you compare like, it to to um, Anna Green Gables? Well, I don't know if Green Gables was blown up. <laughs> that no, just not blown up. I just mean <laughs> like something down. sad. Right. Yeah, burned down. True. Oh, God. What about you, Kathy? Right. Do, you have a, do you have a franchise that if you lost a, f- a favorite franchise, if you lost something, a character or whatever? Oh, I, I said the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I'm a huge Star Wars yeah. fan. Um, I can't think of anything else really right now. Um, what do I love? That I, that I, I, I definitely love. lived in Kellerman's. Kellerman's, Kathy? Well, this is us when. when Keller, no, Ke- Kellerman? Would you just say Kellerman? Oh my God. Yeah, Kellerman's and Dirty Dancing for sure. If that way, if that. You know, went up in flames, but just recently, this is us. Yeah, no, but that, I don't think you, the house no, goes that's, up. That's not that's not the Enterprise. No. Yeah, but that's not the same history. That's a that's a show that was on just a couple weeks ago. We're talking about things that have lived for a while. No, right, I think then Millennium I think Falcon. It's the perfect Millennium comparison, Kathy. I think so too. I think that's a great, and I still yeah. live in fear of you know that the Millennium Falcon is going to get. No. The, oh, okay, so we've had, you know, at the time we're recording this, we've had The Force Awakens, we've had The Last Jedi, and I was I was worried in both of them yeah. that they were going to blow up the Millennium Falcon. And actually, before The Force Awakens came out, my biggest fear was that it's going to end with Han Solo and Chewbacca, like, flying off in the Falcon, and it's just going to explode, and we're going to lose all of them. That was my biggest fear, and, and uh, <laughs> oh my yeah, I don't want to lose the Falcon. Wow. But I also did not want to lose the Enterprise, and I still mm. coming back to this franchise. <laughs> right, uh, right. Losing the Enterprise was horrible. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hated it. Was it the same for you, Dave? Yeah, it was. A uh, I, I don't know if it was necessarily on the same level of when we lost Spock, but it was. Uh, it, it was in a. It was a big emotional moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Enterprise is iconic. Do you think when um wait what's the producer's name? Oh, Harv Bennett. You know how I said in the other minute that I was reading how they, you know, talked about from the end working back. Do you think that was one of the plot points that would happen in this movie, that the Enterprise would break, would blow up? Yeah, I would say. And they were, you know, first talking about the ending. I mean, it's possible. They may not have. Or did that? They may not have had that in had that in mind to start right, with. Right. Right. But they needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I think it's interesting that they did go there because they, you know, they had these two big within moments of each other, these two major losses, you lose David. And then a few minutes later, you lose the enterprise. And in a way, you know, if you go back, if you just look at, you know, movie making, they could have just done one thing, right? Either we lose David or we lose the enterprise, but, but losing both like, geez. Um, So it seemed a bit over the top to me. Right. So in minute 99, Spock really doesn't know the magnitude of the situation that Kirk, you know, what Kirk did to go to the lengths to save him. Maybe not yet. Right. Maybe he doesn't know yet, but he will. I'm sure they'll have that conversation. In the next movie? Is there in the next movie? There's yeah. another movie after this. We also don't know what, how much Sarek told Spock before he came down the stairs, right? Spock, Sarek may have said, oh, yeah. Okay. They had, to blow up, they had to blow up your ship, too, to get you. So they, a lot of sacrifice. You better, <laughs> better, you better be, be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> Make it look, make it good. Yeah, make it good. <laughs> make, um, okay, so I, this is, uh, so Dave, remind me, I don't know if we've talked about this off air or this is something uh, a few weeks ago when Scott Curley was on the show talking about Baby Groot. 
I love baby Groot. Do we talk yeah. about that with Scott? No, I think no, I think we just talked about it off air. I don't know if we talked about it with Scott. Okay. So somebody brought this to my attention that in Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, Groot sacrifices himself at the end of the movie, dies, yeah. and then comes back uh, or comes back as a twig, right? Comes back. Baby Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Right. I've heard just recently that that's not Gabe told you. Yeah. That's right. Gabe told us. Yeah. Our son, Gabe. Um, that that's not Groot reincarnated, or that's the son, that's Groot's son. And I heard somebody else before I heard that say that, oh yeah, Spock in the end of Search of Spock is like baby Groot. Oh. And I was like, my mind kind of went, like, what? Yeah, I think we sort of had that conversation way back when we first get to Genesis and we know that Spock is there. We sort of, I think we went round and round about it a little bit. Like, is it Spock regenerated? Is it Spock? They, you know, he aged so much that it sort of came around again. Like the Genesis wave aged Spock so much that he just became DNA and then the DNA reformed itself into okay. the new Spock. Like, I think we sort of, we sort of touched on it a little bit, but maybe not in the simplistic terms that, of, you know, baby Groot. Baby Groot. <laughs> you know, like. But so, okay. So I guess, I guess where I'm going, I was just kind of setting the stage is, you know, the, do you guys think that is this Spock back from the dead or is this son of Spock? Not the same. I think it's, I think this is clone Spock. That is, that is his DNA was Spock. But I don't think it's the original Spock. But didn't his soul, oh, his, what, what do you call it? Kyra, Kira, what is it? Katra. 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 The Katra was just put back in him, and that's his original, isn't it? I think what I think what Chris is saying is the body, not oh, necessarily yeah. the mind. No, I'm a little bit of both. I'm like, yeah. I, I I remember talking about it, David, but it's something just in the past few weeks, something threw me for, got a mm-hmm. curveball thrown at me like, oh, yeah, that's not. That, that Spock at the end of Search for Spock is not our Spock. It's not the Spock we was in the original series and the motion picture, Rathacon. It's a new Spock. Yeah. And even though he has the memories of the old Spock, it's not him. Does it matter? I mean, when you go to all the other movies, does he right. act like Spock? Is he Spock? Well, now I'm going to be looking. It's tainted. Uh, now I'm going to be looking at the other movies and you? going. Could be just some loser who can't. That is a good question because in the other movies, there are elements of Spock's discovery of his friendship with oh. Kirk and um, that, you know, I know we're jumping ahead to the next movie, but there are moments when he, Kirk will say to him, he say, remember you used to call me Jim, Jim. Yeah. And cause right. throughout the whole movie he calls him Admiral. Yeah. So there's a little oh. bit of a, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not happy about that. Someone put that idea in my head that this isn't the same Spock because now I'm like, gonna, I don't know if I'm going to watch, you know, when I watch the other movies and it's been a while and we'll be talking. I think I always, took it as that it was this was not the original Spock. Really? See, I'm I always thought it was original Spock. He's back. Oh. And now that I know. It, it is a little bit like I'm a a little, you should be here you, watching him right now. <laughs> He's in the fetal position. Yeah. This would this would this would almost be like if you just found out that David was Kirk's son. Dave <laughs> 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 It was. It was. Last minute, I struggled with that moment. That's that great. Aww. Anyway, so that's that's going to be one of my big kind of... But he does say, Chris, you know, your name is Jim in this minute, correct? Which is, 
yeah, I think this is, I think, I think that's one of the most famous lines in the film, I think. And I know yeah. it gives me, you know, kind of goosebumps. It's Jim, your name is Jim. Like, oh my God, he remembers. <laughs> the most famous line was like, you're fruity as a nutcake. <laughs> or nutty as a fruitcake or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shipping them off to the honey farm. In the Take morning. it away for the moment. Sorry. But, but yeah, the no. Feet- no, no, I was going to say because I noticed at this point too the theme music plays because it had the, the music had been cut, and then the music comes in when he says this. Your name is Jim. Oh yeah, and it's also the original series music that kicks in. Yes, yes, and it spills over to the next minute. But uh, um, yeah, it's ugh, I don't like that Kirk smile. Oh, I like it. Yeah, sorry, I was <laughs> as I was talking, I just looked over at the loop and he was smiling like, oh, he's a dork. You like Kirk's smile? Oh. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big like fan. I'm a big fan of the smile. smile. What, Dave? I'm a big fan of the Kirk smile. I think it's nice. I think it's like it's like oh, yeah. I don't know. I clearly have mixed emotions about these minutes. Yeah. <laughs> love hate, love hate, love hate, love right. hate. <laughs> Apparently, you know, somehow Baby Groot appeared in the movie and just threw you for a loop. Shut up. I'm looking at the smile again. What don't you like about it, Chris? I mean, his eyes are like, I think his eyes are so vulnerable. You know, yeah. What What don't you like about it? I don't know. It just, it doesn't, Kirk being happy and just doesn't. Translate? Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like him. Um, oh, I like it. I guess I'm, I, I would like more of a brooding Kirk in a way. Like that. Kirk at the beginning <laughs> of the minute, dig him. Kirk at the end, me. Wow. Really? Wow. <laughs> Didn't mean to bring conversation to a halt. <laughs> no, I know. I just flashed back to the, I just rewound to the first one. And yeah, I mean, I think because he finds out that his friend is really remembering him, that he has this real moment of vulnerability. I agree, Kathy. All right. <laughs> you don't like seeing Kirk vulnerable. Not unless he's like, you know, captured by aliens and being tortured, you know, that. Oh, my God. I don't know. He's been he's been vulnerable a lot in this movie when David dies and he and he, you know, falls sitting down in the chair and, you know, you Klingon bastards, you know, he's totally vulnerable in a bunch of moments in this movie. Right. I know. I think I said to Chris at some point, I'm like, wow, he's a good captain or whatever of a ship. Like, what did he do? I was like, wow, that was impressive. I don't remember. Oh, I, don't I was remember. just impressed with what he had done as captain or admiral, whatever he is. Yeah. He's an admiral. 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 Right. Admiral. Right. Doesn't Khan say that? Admiral. Admiral. He practically sacrificed his son in his ship. I don't know if that's a great captain move or not for his friend Spock. Debatable. Mm. Depends on the point of view. Yeah. If you ask Starfleet, they're probably ticked right. off him. You know how expensive that ship was? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think that he has to be vulnerable here because really, arguably, Spock is the closest, I was going to say person, but Vulcan thing that Kirk is closest to, right? I think person is good. I wouldn't call Spock a thing. Okay. So, well, I didn't know with Vulcans, like, wait, I don't know, Klingons. Yeah, person. But aren't they the, is, aren't they the closest with one another? Kirk's. I would say. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's okay. I, I, I understand you're all okay with his vulnerability and smile. That's that's great. Right. Like, wouldn't you be vulnerable if Dave had come out of a coma and then just remembered you? I would hope that you would feel a little vulnerable. 
I would have given him a dorky smile for sure. Okay, good. Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Oh, Dave. <laughs> uh, Dave, what did you? What do you think of the? You know, Jim. Your name is Jim. I mean, that's that's really the the turning point, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, like I said before, I think you know the whole thing of him sort of remembering everything backwards, and then suddenly the, the realization of, you know, Jim, your name is Jim. I think I think it's great. I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think it's a perfect way to end the movie. Yeah, and again, kudos to Nimoy. Just all of his, all of his acting in his in his last two minutes has just been phenomenal. Yeah, I think for you know we talked all about vulnerability and everything, and I think this is a great way again to end the movie is them both being vulnerable in their relationship that they're best friends. That oh my god, I went through all of this and I actually succeeded in what I wanted, which was I got my friend back. Mm. Well, whatever form his friend is, I got I got this copy of my friend back. Yeah, yeah, but did he succeed in what he wanted? Did he know that's? I mean, did he even think he was getting his friend back? I mean, no, he buried his friend at the beginning of the movie. His friend was gone, right? Right. That's weird. <laughs> Science fiction's mm. weird. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I'm still stuck on the st- the terry cloth robe. <laughs> is um, it ruining the moment for you? It is the worst. It might be because I'm staring at like the still shot that I have of them, and I'm like, oh gosh, I just wish that it had been a different material. I don't think I would have been obsessing as much. Yeah. We're not obsessing about what Kirk's wearing or. No, no, any of the other. That's not to think about these characters. Oh, yes, his little. Star Trek casual wear is not. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) Out of strength. So, any other thoughts on the minute? I have a a couple of questions, but any other thoughts on the minute? Mm, Nope. Right. Um, I mean, for the most part. So, this is is a part in the show where we usually ask our guests to rank the Star Trek films. So Candace, like uh, of all the Star Trek films you've seen, which is oh, where, where yeah. this fit on the uh, on your rankings? I think my quote after I watched it was that wasn't too bad. Uh, I so I watched Wrath of Khan. Yeah, I've seen the new one with Benedict in it. Yep, that was the Wrath of Khan reboot. Okay, I don't know if I've seen another did you, one. Did you see the original reboot? Chris Pine and I might have. Gang. Don't remember. Don't remember. Okay. So you got three, then you could. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I I think I would put this one. I'm afraid to say it above Wrath of Khan. What the hell? <laughs> because I felt like it was less actiony. I'm not an action person. And I felt it was like more human. I felt like I could, I was, it's, uh, hmm. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel weird saying that. I feel like everyone's going to be like, oh my God, you were obviously not a Star Trek fan. You're not the, <laughs> no, you were not the only person we've talked to that said they liked Search for Spock more than Wrath of okay. So you're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, yeah. I was really yeah. nervous. You and I are going to have words off air, but. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you okay, so you so search for Spock, Wrath of Khan, and then maybe the reboots or well, I would probably put reboots. I'm turning into like a teenager, like I would pick probably the reboots over these because I don't have a connection, yeah. So I tend to like the modern, more mm. you know, people I recognize, CGI, CGI. What are we talking computer. about that? We're, when we watched when we watched this one together, 
Yes. You were asking about the special effects. I was like, wow, that looks like real fire. Because <laughs> like, it was. <laughs> that was so awesome. It <laughs> That's is. great. In this movie. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that was great. That was a great moment. What about you, Kathy? Where does, I, I forget how many, you, have you seen them all? All the Star Trek films? No, I've seen Wrath of Khan, this one. Um, I have seen the remake um, that you were talking about yep. uh, with Chris Pine. We don't count the series, right? We're just talking movies. Yep. So, like Candace was saying, um, I probably am more like a teenager too, and I liked the Chris Pine reboot. But because I saw the series, um, I you know you know you know the characters, so that's what makes that fun. Um, so if I had to just rank Star Trek three and Wrath of Khan, I, I would go with Wrath of Khan first, um, because especially the ending scene when Spock is dying, I just it just reminded me of other scenes and other movies, and I just thought it was an emotional moment between the two friends. Um, at first, I didn't like Star Trek three, but then it kind of grew on me a little bit, and I agree with Candace that there was a, some more human moments. Um, but I would have to go with Wrath of Khan first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a least favorite moment of Search for Spock? Oh. Did I have one, Chris? Did I tell you something I hated? Uhura. Oh. Yeah. The lack of things for Uhura to do? I wouldn't say. I don't know. I hated the sounds coming from Spock. <laughs> I know. I, I did too, Candace. Um <laughs> Least favorite moment. What about you, Kathy? Anything come to mind? Or favorite um, moment? I think David. I think David dying. I didn't care. <laughs> she didn't actually. That when that when that happened, Candace is like. I don't know if Kirk really did. He cared. He cared. But anyway, I know. I just thought he oh. should have cared more. But that's my own. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Savick didn't really do anything for me in this movie. I don't know. Did you like this, Savick? She didn't bother me. No? I mean, I, I did keep thinking about, to keep thinking about um, Christie Alley, and did I miss her? I guess I wasn't as attached to her as you guys were. So it did, this one didn't bother me. I thought she was fine. I liked the way she spoke, and I don't know. I just thought she was, eh. Hmm. Why didn't Christie Alley do it? Money. Okay. She wasn't getting paid as much as the men? She wasn't getting paid what she asked. Hmm. Well, there you go. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what everybody made. Hmm. Like, I, okay. I'm guessing she probably wouldn't have made as much as Kirk. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's Captain Kirk. Right. Admiral Kirk. Right. Well, what do you guys think, Dave and Chris? What, how do you rank Star Trek Three? Oh. Oh. Are so, you ready to talk about that, Chris? I don't know if I am. We might have talked about it last season. I don't know if we ever gave our rankings, yeah. but it's it's not it's not up there for me. Yeah, it's not in the top three for me. Yeah, I don't think it's top three for me either. It's in my top three because I've only seen three. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the You can see all of them, Candace, and you'll be able to God. rank them all. Yeah, Dave, I would agree. Not in the top three. If I was going to look at this, the six the six films that are the original series cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just talking about the six films. Um, it's in the bottom third, bottom half for sure. Wow. Well, now I'm excited to see the other ones. Yeah. All right. Well, then, any final thoughts then about oh. Search for Spock before we wrap up the week? Let me look at my notes. I think it's um, 
the ending, I did like the moment, the friendship moment exchange again. Um, I, I'm again, I'm wondering for guys, so I'm sort of gender stereotyping here. You know, was the is this a real second defining moment, friendship moment after the one from Wrath of Khan when their Spock is dying? Well, well, Kathy, I thought it was interesting that you said you you liked the ending. Of Wrath of Khan as it was a defining friendship moment. And I'm like, yes. Ugh, God, I mean, it was, but like to me, this feels more hopeful and happy. Mm. <laughs> sure. Like, right. I like happy endings, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's why I was surprised. Yeah, Wrath of Khan is definitely not a happy ending. <laughs> that's why I was like surprised to hear Kathy say, like, oh, like, yeah, it right. did show their right. friendship and connection. I just, I don't like when someone dies. Was it the bad mm. guy? Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, but as far as the, like, how would you guys compare the endings as far as friendship? Like, is that what you were asking, Kathy? Yes. Well, yes. it's. I mean, you know, I weep every time I watch Wrath of Khan, and and the moment in when oh, Spock yeah. dies. I mean, it's you know the, mm. the the love that is present there, and that, he, that he's gone. You're like, oh my god, right? And right. you know, every time it gets me, every time, and. <clears throat> him coming back here in this moment, you know, this minute here, of, you know, Jim, your name is Jim. He's, you know, this is the reverse. It's opposite. He's back. Kirk's smile. We know. I, I, well, no, I mean, that's it kind of like, I love Jim. Your name is Jim. And uh, that's, that's a great moment. I, I guess I would prefer to hug here instead of the goofy smile. Right. But that's not logical. Or something. something. Hey, but do you think Spock is ready for a hug? Like, this has got to be a little like. No, intense yeah. not even just Vulcan put the Vulcan part aside like there's a lot to take in I'm I'm back baby yeah 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 no I, I yeah what do you I think know. Dave um hmm I don't know I, I I agree with a lot with what with what Chris said which is the uh, yeah the ending of Wrath of Khan yeah just much more I, I feel more emotion about okay. their friendship in that moment than I do here. I guess here we're not really sh- sure they're friends. Like, I mean, Spock yeah. doesn't oh, know for sure. He's really more about Spock in this moment, I think. Yeah. And I just think he looks I mean, kind of sweet. And like you said, yeah. bird like that. I never thought bird like, but just childlike. And there's that innocence. And yep. I'm always drawn to that kind of. Mm, that vulnerability. Yeah. We keep using that word. Yeah. The yeah. vulnerability. Yep. Right. Yep. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, cool. Right. Well, I think that's it then. We uh, made it through another week. We're almost done. We made it through another week. We made it through. Yes. I know. Good job, guys. Thank you, ladies. Mm. Um, <clears throat> all right, Dave, any, any any final thoughts? Or are we good to go? Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, then it's um, it's Friday. And usually on Fridays, we just uh, uh, encourage everybody to go check out uh, the moviesbyminutes.com website and see how many dozens of podcasts have been added since the last time we talked about it. Um, there's a uh, lots of brothers and sisters podcasts out there covering other movies. Um, so if you've got a favorite, it's probably being talked about. Although ladies, I'm sorry, no one's doing dirty dancing yet. Dirty dancing. So there's still an opportunity. Um, How is no one doing that? I, I, it's, I'm, stopped. I'm not going to be critical Stat- of some of the ones that are being done. I won't say any, you know, but, no one's doing dirty, dirty dancing. I'm as shocked as you are. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to be a guest on that show? Mm. Yes. 
I'm, it's a dream. <laughs> it's a dream. All right. Uh, well, then, yeah. So let's wrap it up. It's the weekend. Um, Dave and I will be back next week for final thoughts. Right? We won't be here. No, you guys won't be here. In, in our hearts, you will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dave and I will be back doing final thoughts and wrapping up uh, a search for Spock. We made it. Um, so thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend. And we'll be back on Monday talking about Minute 100 of the search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Have a good Friday. <laughs>